William finds his governess. William was at a crossroad in his life. He had just celebrated his 35th birthday and was about to embark on a life-changing relationship, a relationship that he had both feared and fantasized about for over two decades. His quest for this relationship began when he was younger and discovered a paperback book entitled The English Governess. In it, the title character, Harriet Marwood, is hired by a wealthy aristocrat to educate, train, and discipline his wayward son Richard Lowell. The relationship between them soon evolves into one of sexual domination and severe physical discipline. The book so enthralled him that from the time he turned 21, he began to search for his own Harriet Marwood in order to fulfill his fantasy. Over the course of ten-plus years, William spent thousands of dollars visiting dozens of professional disciplinarians in an attempt to satisfy his desire. While some of the professionals were quite good, others were hugely disappointing. When all was said and done, however, he remained mostly unhappy and dissatisfied. That is, however, until he came across a classified ad on Elise Sutton's website. The headline read, Harriet Marwood Seeks Her Ritual Lovell. William trembled as he read her profile. Her name was Elizabeth, and she described herself as an attractive, divorced woman in her forties who lived the dominant lifestyle and was looking for a live-in situation. He also took note that she lived in a nearby suburban community. He quickly sent her an email introducing himself and informing her that he too was looking for the type of relationship she described. His email to her, however, went unanswered for several weeks. He began to think his email went into cyberspace or some kind of scam. Gasp! When Miss Elizabeth finally replied, he was both excited and relieved. She indicated that the primary reason for her contacting him was because of their geographical proximity. She stressed that discretion was very important to her, and she gave him a phone number to call between the hours of 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. over the next couple of days. William was quivering with excitement and found it difficult to not call her immediately. But he was determined to not appear over-anxious, so he waited two days and called her at noon. She answered in a smooth, sultry voice, and although William was very nervous, Miss Elizabeth had a unique ability to help him relax. They had a pleasant and enlightening conversation, in which they laughed frequently and learned a great deal about each other. Before hanging up, they agreed to email tasteful photos to each other and planned to speak again at the same time in exactly one week in order to detail more specifics of their shared interests. That began their conversations, which took place over the next few weeks. The photo that Miss Elizabeth sent showed her to indeed be quite attractive. She had shoulder-length auburn hair and brown eyes. She wore fashionable glasses, which seemed to enhance her pretty face. They came to the point that Miss Elizabeth called the moment of truth. If they were to explore a live-in relationship, 
she had to be sure that they were compatible. In addition, William had to prepare to move his furniture and belongings into storage when his apartment lease expired in 45 days. Elizabeth instructed William to prepare an application that was like no other. He was to fully detail each of their roles without any fantasy detail. In addition, he was instructed to specifically identify their beliefs and attitudes. He was given one week to complete his task and was instructed to keep it short. No more than two neatly typed pages, which would be hand-delivered to her at a nearby train station at a specific date and time. Miss Elizabeth would then require one week to decide whether or not to accept the application, thereby giving William 30 days to inform his landlord of his intention to move and to arrange storage of his belongings. He spent the next day or so wondering how he would detail the application, which was sure to be the most important one he'd ever done. After a great deal of soul-searching, he began to detail each of their roles. Dear Miss Elizabeth, or if I may, Governess, please accept this application to move in with you as your ward. I fully realize that should you accept my request, I'll be moving in with an aloof, confident, and determined woman who is more than capable of training and educating a recalcitrant young man who is easily distracted, often disobedient, and occasionally displays shameful and lecherous habits such as self-gratification. She is well-versed in disciplinary methods and has no reservations whatsoever in employing them in whatever severity she deems appropriate. She especially detests self-abuse and is unwavering in her determination to apply specific disciplinary procedures intended to correct, prevent, and chastise such behavior, which she considers selfish and abhorrent. She believes in an exacting regimen of study, exercise, diet, and domestic chores in order to properly train, refine, and develop those under her charge. Her charge is captivated by her feminine charms and strives to please her, but to do so, he must endure physical discipline and mental anguish. Because of his reverence for her, he willingly turns over his ambitions, aspirations, and bodily functions to an assertive, demanding governess. He puts himself completely under her authority to be refashioned as she sees fit. I hope this application has adequately characterized our relationship as well as our attitudes towards each other. It is therefore with great expectation and humble anticipation that I ask you to accept this application to move in with you as your ward. Sincerely, William On the prescribed day and time, William met a Miss Elizabeth at the train station. For precautionary reasons, she still hadn't given him her address. He was awestruck when he saw her. She was provocatively attired in a white blouse, black knee-length skirt, dark nylon stockings, and three-inch high-heel shoes. Her hair was tied in a bun, and she wore fashionable sunglasses. 
She accepted the envelope with a thank you and, I'll send you an email with my decision. She pivoted on her right heel and walked away, her heels clicking on the pavement and her tightly encased, very attractive bottom swaying as she moved. William felt a stirring in his loins as she slowly disappeared from view. As he drove back to his apartment, William began to wonder if he had lost his sanity. He had just shared his deepest, darkest secrets and was moving toward an unknown future with a woman he barely knew. Did he really want to go through with it? Was he thinking with the wrong head? What if she turns out to be a black widow who uses up and then discards her live-in companions? He now had to wait a week for her decision. The week seemed to move backwards. He tried to keep busy, but Miss Elizabeth's decision kept coming back to his mind. He expected an email from her on Sunday and had a fitful night's sleep on Saturday. At 11 a.m. Sunday morning, he received her email. It was, however, a little disappointing. William, it began, Call me tonight at 6 p.m., Miss E. More waiting, he thought. Now he felt like he was being strung along. When he called her at six, if she gave him any more delays, he was going to call the whole thing off. As six o'clock approached, he began to feel queasy. Although he didn't know what to expect, his anticipation was soaring. He dialed the phone number, and after two rings... Miss Elizabeth answered with a sultry, Hello, William. Hello, ma'am, William replied. I know it's been difficult awaiting my decision, William, she began, but one of the factors I needed to be sure of was your level of obedience and reliability. And how did I do, William asked. Congratulations, William, she announced. I have decided to explore a live-in situation as you described it in your application. You can move in on October 1st. That will give you a month to take care of your lease and storage needs. The reality of the situation hit William like a ton of bricks. He could barely reply. Miss Elizabeth read the situation with a stern prompting. William, are you listening to me? Oh, uh, yes, ma'am, he replied. Good, William, she answered. Now I want to give you some instructions. I'll be expecting you to call me at 8 a.m. on October 1st. I will then give you my address. Bring only one suitcase. In it, place your work clothes, dress shoes, socks, and a pair of sneakers. Pack absolutely no undergarments. Everything else can go into storage. Is that clear, William? Um, uh, yes, Miss Elizabeth, William responded. That reminds me, she added, you will henceforth address me as ma'am or governess. Is that clear? Yeah, yes, ma'am, William meekly responded. She then went on to articulate further instructions. This will be the final correspondence between us until you call me on October 1st. The only exception to that will be if you decide to not go through with our arrangement. I want you to take the week you arrive off from work. You'll need that time to adapt to your new situation. 
finally, and most importantly, you are forbidden from manually pleasuring yourself for the next month. If I discover that you have disobeyed me, your first day with me will be one you will not soon forget. Hi, I am Miss Jen Davis, and this has been a preview of one of my many audio clips. For more information on me and how to get the full clip, please go to my website at MissJenDavis.com. Once again, that's MissJenDavis.com. That's spelled www. Dot miss m i s s gen j e n n davis d a v i s dot com. Once again, that URL is www dot miss m i s s j e n n d a v i s dot com. Thank you for listening.